When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Zone. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, so good to catch up with so many of you last week at the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo and this weekend at the 50th annual Wisconsin FFA Alumni Convention. How are you doing, everybody? Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Youngke. Glad to be back in studio with you. Thank you to Aaron Zimmerman for taking care of the early show duties last week while we were in the Dells. We've got more details from the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo and the Wisconsin Pork Association's annual meeting coming up. And FFA alumni members from across the state gathered near Wausau over the weekend for their annual convention. We've got all the details. Weather-wise, the details you're looking for, actually a pretty mild week on the way. Starting off today a little cooler with partly cloudy skies, we'll see temperatures rise to around 21 degrees. Tomorrow we bounce up to 35 under cloudy skies. Wednesday, cloudy skies and 36 before we take a little bit of a turn. Thursday, back down to 29. Stumach Rag Meteorologist has weather details on the way. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wisconsin winters are a polarizing experience. You either love them or you want to leave them. Be sure to enter the Rural Mutual Insurance Love It or Leave It sweepstakes, where each week you can win prizes by voting for the things you love and dread about winter. Visit us at RuralMutual.com to vote. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. International trade is so important to the ag industry. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire County. And Aaron had the chance to talk trade. Yeah, that's right, Jill. And when I attended the Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic here just a little while ago, their opening speaker was actually Ted McKinney. He's currently the CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, but was formerly the U.S. Undersecretary for Trade. Aaron Zimmerman here from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and we got to talk a lot about trade. We talked about what things have been looking like on a global scale and some of the opportunities that are going to present themselves into the future and where he sees that things might go. Yeah, there was a great deal of focus on trade when we were there. And in my role, I was the one that was really out and about interfacing with countries of all types, government officials at all levels, trying to promote and sell more of our U.S. product, and in this case, product from Wisconsin as well. And we did. We worked a lot. I mean, we even got down into some details on ginseng and cranberries. Certainly milk was always in the mix, and dairy products was always in the mix. So we we were successful with uh, the China Phase 1 agreement. Now, that's being analyzed now. We'll know in a month exactly what the numbers were, and we know that they fell short of honoring their commitment. We probably guessed that was going to happen even a year ago. 
they'll talk about things like COVID. They'll talk about congestion in the supply chain, all things we know. And I'm sure that did contribute. I happen to believe, though, that if they had really put in their mind to it, uh, they, they, they could have come a whole lot closer. But this is China. China can't be told what to do. They'll do what they want to do. And in fairness, they even had a clause in there that they'll buy based on their market needs, even though there was a set number for 2020 and a set number for 2021. If we play it right, though, I think uh, we will continue to have good trade with China. Now, there's always wild cards like, are they going to make a run on Taiwan? Uh, are they going to shut the South China Sea down or try to? Uh, will espionage and theft of our intellectual property continue at levels we've seen before? All these things are major issues, but I think despite that, uh, they need our products and we need their products, and that makes for a pretty good trading relationship generally. So we'll have to worry about all these big, important, ancillary things, but at the core, do they need it? They do. Do we need their stuff? We do. And let's hope that prevails as the major theme on trade with China. I think despite that, we need to continue to hedge our bet and diversify our portfolio. Uh, it was the soybean crowd that really got hit when tariffs came and um, they just started buying a whole lot more from Brazil. Um, normally, they share that. They, just, they, they, they divide that up. What that means is countries like the Philippines, Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, Burma slash Myanmar, and so many other, India, for crying out loud, offer great opportunities. No, it's not as simple as walking in saying, hi, I'm here and I have a lot of products to sell and they're going to readily buy them. It's tough work. It's negotiating. It's being there. But I do believe if we keep working at it, we can get there. And that was what I found. When I showed up once, well, by golly, we got the U.S. undersecretary here. Show up twice, and they know you're serious. Show up three times, and they really know, well, we better be figuring out the relationship here. So I think there's a lot of opportunities. And this goes well beyond Asia Pacific. I think we can sustain good trade with Central and South America. I think the U.K. is a wonderful opportunity I'm very worried about the EU. Uh, you know, they're on this precautionary principle kick and trying to spread that, and that would that'd be a detriment to a lot of the production we do and we practice here. So all in all, uh, our hope is that, that, that Team Biden will continue to focus on international trade. There were some real victories announced in the last couple, three days, but that's very different from getting people in place, replacing me, for example, and having them get on a plane replacing my buddy Greg Dowd at USTR and have them get going on negotiations. That's what I think we've got to get going on. Now, you mentioned, you know, talked a little bit about China and phase one. And, you know, now that you say that obviously we don't know for sure on everything, but that they've probably fallen short a little bit. You know, what are some of those opportunities moving forward to continue trade with them and I guess continue to strengthen that trade with them as we go forward? Good question. Well, one of the big purchases they were making was pork product, and that's because African swine fever decimated half or more of their swine herd, and their herd makes the rest of the world look small. So to the degree that African swine fever is managed or not will be a dictator on whether we're going to be able to continue to sell pork. Our negotiations on dairy were several hours long, and they're making us feel uh, their pain for their ineptness of how they handled melamine when melamine was 
added to baby formula and some babies died. So they're going to always, always, always scrutinize every single dairy product. Uh, I think there's an opportunity for dairy products there, not just dry milk powder, but other products if we can get them there. Frankly, at an economy of a billion and a half people and at their rate of growth, they should need and want a whole lot of what we produce. Your ginseng, your cranberries, your pork, your corn, your soy, your certainly your dairy products, and the list goes on. If they wanted to, it's just a matter of how much they want to uh, buy from the U.S. since we're sort of the the natural opposition to some of their wishes on the global stage. But I think in the near term, we have some, some more opportunities, not, not more upsides than downsides. You know, and now you talk about China and dig into that a little bit, but you also mentioned some other countries that really present some positive opportunities or maybe even some places where we haven't done as much business before. Let's talk a little bit about those different countries, some of the ones that you mentioned, and, and dig into those as well. Sure. Well, they're vast, and they're all around the world. The U.K., after they've Brexited, is getting back to the U.K. we used to know. They don't have to go kiss Brussels ring, who are more constraining, uh, regulatory-minded. And I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for the U.K. In the Asia-Pacific area, my goodness, countries like Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, Myanmar, Vietnam, Japan, of course. Wow, a lot of opportunities. And they have been buying and buying big. It's just that any five of those countries doesn't equate a single China. So the best of all worlds is, let's keep selling to China, trading with China. I want this to be a two-way street, win-win. But by golly, spend extra time in those countries that I listed as well because they want to partner with us. They want to. They don't want to just be beholden to the Chinese Communist Party. You look at uh, even some countries in Europe want to do a lot more. It's going to be hard because they are the ones that are constraining us. The deficit, the trade deficit continues to grow. So the the powers that be are probably going to look at Europe and say, you know, why don't you start buying a little more from us, change your regulations, and then we'll see about buying more. So there will be some of that if, uh, if it's possible. To go further, uh, Africa and India, it'll be a while. It's not an overnight thing. It's not even going to be a one-year, two-year, three-year thing. But, oh, my goodness, the opportunities I see in India if they decide someday that they can't produce it all themselves and that we can buy some of their stuff and that they can buy some of our stuff. What a country to trade with. And we just had a breakthrough. They're now going to be buy some of our pork. They're buying some alfalfa, which they needed. And in exchange, we're going to be buying some of their pomegranates and a couple other fruits. We were very close to a deal on that, and they walked. They walked. I think they've come around. So if that's a start, not the end of a successful trading relationship with India, then huge opportunities there. Africa as well. And there's a lot of issues with Africa when it comes to trade. You know, I think there's still some graft and corruption, but it's far less than what it was. And I think they understand that if they don't start dealing with us, they're going to have only one entity to deal with, and that's China. And they don't want that. They want to spread their risk. They know our ethics. They know our quality, our credibility, our ethics. And so we think there's a possibility they'll do that. Again, that's Ted McKinney. He's CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
If you've been injured in a bad crash, you might think the facts are so clear that you don't need an attorney. Big mistake. Insurance companies have many arguments to reduce settlements, no matter how clear the claim may seem. I'm John Rihala. At Clifford & Rihala, we have the experience you need to take on those arguments and win. Recent example. A young woman was driving when an oncoming car crossed the center line and crashed into her head-on. She was severely injured and paralyzed and needed experienced lawyers. Though her case seemed clear, the insurance companies still came up with lots of reasons why they didn't want to pay. We fought for her and made sure she and her family received the full compensation they deserved. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys, fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. We all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Ann. Remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All righty, and here we are on a Monday morning that's actually started off uh, halfway mild as far as temperatures are concerned. But I did notice that there were some uh, county trucks out this morning. Stumach, our ag meteorologist, uh, apparently there must be a little bit of a slippery surface that some folks could encounter this morning. Absolutely, and there's still just a little light snow down in southeast Wisconsin. I'd say West Bend and down Racine, Kenosha, that part of the state. Not a big deal, but yeah, keep it in mind heading out this morning. There's just enough that I've got a little powder on the deck here out the back door, so be alert. It isn't going to be a big deal. There's really no more precipitation to talk about. A weak front zip through here, that front heading off into lower Michigan and Indiana now but it is still providing a little bit of that light precip in eastern Wisconsin. That's about all there is to talk about. Otherwise, I just really do expect a pretty quiet start to this new week, the first full week of February. And overall, I expect temperatures are going to be a little more mild, maybe not what we'd expect for this time of the year, but certainly not the worst of weather conditions to be around. This first little front pulls away. There's a warm front out in the Dakotas. Out ahead of that, we get some moderation today. Temperatures trying to push back up toward normal. We were well above yesterday. A lot of mid and upper 30s for highs. That's fantastic. But we'll stay cooler down in the 20s here today. The moderation does return, warming up quickly for Tuesday and Wednesday, but that's as that warm front moves in. There's a slight chance further north, uh, I'll say the northern third of Wisconsin, there could be just a little light snow late tonight. 
Otherwise, I expect some pretty mild weather on into Tuesday. But by later Tuesday night into Wednesday, we all see that chance again of a little light snow. Unfortunately, with the mild air around, that snow may at times be able to mix with a little patchy drizzle or freezing drizzle. Oh, I don't expect we'll build inches of ice or anything like that. But a little extra slippery, that's a possibility around here. Temperatures still stay pretty mild, close to normal on toward the end of the week. But there will be some cool down coming for the weekend, back to normal in the upper 20s. All in all, really doesn't sound too bad temperature-wise this week. A couple of chances of precipitation, especially late Tuesday into Wednesday. Could be another small chance Thursday night or Friday. I don't expect any of it to add up to a major snowstorm or anything. Some inconvenience, some cleanup, and maybe a little slippery travel. That should be about the worst there is. That's not too difficult to take, along with these more mild temperatures. Absolutely giving us a nice break here in the early part of February. Hope it works out for all of us to get a little extra work done without having to wear every piece of clothes we have to fight the cold. I'll have forecast details right after this. Wisconsin winters are a polarizing experience. You either love them or you want to leave them. Be sure to enter the Rural Mutual Insurance Love It or Leave It sweepstakes, where each week you can win prizes by voting for the things you love and dread about winter. Visit us at RuralMutual.com to vote. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. All righty, Stu, pay us a picture what do we got coming our way this week well it's going to be pretty mild i did find something interesting here in the last 24 hours rudolph up in portage county a half inch of snow well five tenths and two rivers over on the lake michigan shore an inch and a half of snow in the last 24 hours not the case for all of us what i'm anticipating is today that we look for mostly sunny skies to develop clouds will increase again at eau claire and lacrosse before the day's out oh let's talk temps in the, the low to mid 20s 23 24 degrees northwest winds about 5 to 10 overnight mostly cloudy that light snow in the north the possibility down in the very low teens 12 or 13 southwest winds about 5 Partly sunny on Tuesday, mid-30s. There's a warm-up for you. In the west and north, a little light snow. Maybe drizzle could develop already by later afternoon. South and southwest winds at 5 to 15. That chance of precipitation overnight Tuesday and into Wednesday. Still mostly cloudy Wednesday. A slight chance of a little light snow. Maybe some freezing drizzle. Temps still in the low and mid-30s. West winds at 5 to 15. We dry it out toward Thursday, Pam, and talk about some upper 20s. That's not an uncomfortable temperature pattern, but indeed uh, a nice break for early February, certainly getting us out of the deep freeze for a while. We can all breathe easier. You know, though there are conversations about needing some snow cover, you know, that moisture out there still kind of valuable. So I guess the folks in Two Rivers ahead of the rest of us this week. 
Yeah, they are. And I brought that up the, you know, late last week talking to somebody. I said, yeah, it's great. We haven't had to shovel a lot of snow, but we really do need to build that moisture up towards spring. So right. hopefully February or March does something for us to get some extra moisture. Yep. Well, we've got time. We'll see what happens. Thanks, Stu. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. You bet. Take care. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist with your Comparier Financial Ag Weather Update on a Monday. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. Just one of the groups that we were working with last week during the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. Coming up, a quick recap on all the activities that happened in Rothschild for the Wisconsin FFA Alumni Convention coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. Kids want to share what's going on in their lives with the adults around them. Parents, grandparents, teachers, coaches, and more. They want to know you're listening, and they want to listen to you. They want your input and guidance early and often on all kinds of topics. When it comes to a serious subject like underage drinking, they want to know your expectations as well as how and why, as a young person, they should avoid alcohol. How you talk about it will change as your child grows, but the important thing is to talk about it. Not just once for an hour when you think the time is right, but in 60 one-minute conversations and more that are part of your everyday talks. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I've had the opportunity to be involved in several programs in the Wisconsin Farm Bureau, one of which was the Farm Bureau Institute. It's a great leadership program to help develop leadership skills, whether it's social media skills or the opportunity to speak to legislators and learn different ways and tools you can use to help get your message across. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. You know what makes car buying unpleasant? The pressure. The absolutely out of control, uncomfortable pressure. You know what causes that? Salespeople. Salespeople on a commission pushing you into a car they want to sell you. Bergstrom Automotive got rid of that. All of that. When you come into any Bergstrom Automotive location in Madison or Middleton, you're a guest. You'll be met by one of their advisors. Whether you pick the most expensive car on the lot or a discount used car, their advisors get paid the same. Bergstrom advisors know that the only thing they have to do is listen to you and help you find the right car. And if for some reason you don't find the perfect vehicle, they'll shake hands and hope you come back again. But pressure? No, never. The better way is at Bergstrom. Bergstromauto.com. Join the Bergstrom Auto Family. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control. 
and priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping, because when you talk, they hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Because of you, someone will feel more at home in their new home. Because of you, living with memory loss is a little less scary. Because you put the Bright Star in senior living. Bright Star is looking for caregivers and resident assistants. Bright Star believes in providing the highest quality assisted living and memory care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Attorney John Rihala. Car crashes happen in an instant. A distracted driver crosses the center line into your lane, or road construction makes everyone stop, except for the truck in your rearview mirror. Life changes in that moment, and now the world feels very different. We can help you. At Clifford and Rihala, our experienced attorneys know that someone badly injured in a crash can feel confused and even overwhelmed by everything that follows doctor's appointments, bills, missed work, and maybe an insurance company calling and pressuring you to settle right now before you even know what your injuries are. Call us. Clifford and Rihala is ready to help you, and we won't stop fighting until we reach your maximum recovery. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. So, Rob, have you heard these stupid reports that's coming out of the Nashville ESPN uh, radio station down there that yeah. Rogers bought a, you know, buy, building a house in Nashville, he's opened the plane with Titans? Listen, I, I think between now and the point in time that, that Rogers makes things official, and again, knowing Rogers the way I know him, Evo, it wouldn't surprise me if it's the Saturday night before the Super Bowl that he that he lets word leak what he wants to do next year. So on Super Bowl Sunday, <laughs> instead of every commentator everywhere talking about the Bengals and talking about the Rams, they're talking about Aaron Charles Rodgers. Um, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if it happens next weekend. But whatever the point is in time that, that he makes that announcement official, Evo, or, or lets word out what he wants to do in terms of the 2022 season, you're going to hear these kind of rumors and rumblings up, up, up until that point in time. How much credence and credibility do you give them? I mean, I, I rolled my eyes a little bit at the one yesterday coming out of Nashville, obviously. But, but again, that's one we haven't talked about, Evo, on a lot of levels. It, it, it does make some sense that that's a team that's close. It's a team that's in a rotten division. Um, uh, again, people continue to say, well, why would he want to go to Denver and, and, and go against Mahomes and Herbert and Carr six times a year? I'll tell you what, if, 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 if he goes to that, the, what is it, the AFC South um, and, and has to see Jacksonville and the Texans, for four of his 17 games, Evo, that that's a heck of a lot easier than going a little further west and um, you know trying to get trying to get through that division year in and year out, much less an absolutely loaded conference. So, I mean, some of that does make some sense. Uh, whether you whether you believe all the stuff about the land and 
teammates don't expect him back and, and that he's okay with going to Tennessee. I, I guess that's a whole other story. But my, my point is, Evo, you're going to hear another four, five, six of these leading up to the days uh, un, until Rodgers actually makes anything official. Uh, Rob Reichel joining us right now. Uh, Rodgers aficionado as well as Fleetwood Mac, the album Rumors. Uh, Robbie, so Rodgers said he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. So looking at the Green Bay Packers, I saw, you know, people, t- Devontae Adams, the best free agency to hit the market in years. Does Devontae Adams even hit the, the market? Wouldn't the Packers just tag him? So here's the tricky part, Ebo. They're about, as we talk right now, they're about $51 million over the cap <laughs> for, the, for the 2022 season. Not only would they have to clear that $51 million to tag Adams, they would then have to clear another 20-plus I, I think the franchise tag right now for wide receivers is around $21 million. So they've got to get themselves then, Evo, another $21 million under the cap to put that tag on Adams. So we're talking between now and the point in time when unrestricted free agency hits, they've got to clear about $72 million off the cap. Oof. Now, there's a lot of ways they can do it, and, and I'm not saying it's impossible. Um, and – but I do, but I do, I do think that's the way they'll go, Evo. Yes, um, but but a lot of work has to get done, and, th- and that's where I was going there. Yeah. For for them to just let Adams walk out of the door would be absolutely foolish. If they can clear that uh, number of sal- uh, that amount of salary cap space, Evo, take him and then trade him, assuming Rodgers isn't coming back. Because if Rodgers comes back, you'd, you'd have to think it's a package deal. But but if they would take him and trade him, Evo. I would think they'd get a one and a three, a one and a four, something like that for Adams um, on, on the open market. Plus whatever you would get in a Rogers trade, let's call it two ones and two twos. I mean, even they would be absolutely loaded for bear moving forward with, with three extra ones. Let's call it a couple extra twos and maybe another four or something like that for Adams. Plus all their own picks. Um, they could find out real quick Evo here in 2022 whether Jordan Love can play or not, turn it over to him. If they feel good about it moving forward, they invest those picks into wide receivers and offensive linemen and, and, and beef up the defense. If they don't like what they see out of Love Evo in 2022, you've got all this draft capital, and you, you can absolutely control the 2023 draft. And wherever you want to be on that draft board with all those picks, Evo, you can put yourself in that position to go and find yourself the next franchise quarterback of, of the Green Bay Packers. So I still think it makes the most sense on, on so many levels that they move on from Adams and Rodgers. But my point is that to get it done, at least with Adams, a lot of work has to be done to clear that money off the books. Uh, Rob Reichel joining us. So, Robbie... Interesting. I just It's hard for me to think about Packers without Rodgers and Devontae. It's quite scary. But, Rob, when it comes to the Packers, what about the coaching staff? Because this has been a carousel, right? Nathaniel Hackett's now the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Luke Getze is now the OC of the Chicago Bears. Hackett just got, uh, hired the tight ends coach. Was it Justin yep. Uten as their OC? Justin right? Yep. Sure, she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Weather for the most part looks pretty mild this week. We'll have cloudy skies today and 21. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and 35. Wednesday, cloudy skies 36. Thursday, cool down a little bit. Uh, clouds and sun 29. Friday, we'll finish the week with the possibility of rain or snow early in the day. 
Highs on Friday around 35 degrees. I'm Pam Yonke. So glad you're along with us on a Monday. We are going to be bringing you details from the Wisconsin FFA Alumni Convention that wrapped up over the weekend outside of Wausau and Rothschild. And we're also talking about a celebration that I look forward to. National Pizza Day. Stick around. Rick Finley with Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin is going to explain that one to us. So today is the seventh day of February. A lot of happy birthdays today. Happy birthday to former Wisconsin Senator Herb Cole. He was elected to the Senate in 1988 and re-elected in 1994, 2000, and 2006. Herb Cole, of course, an accomplished investor. He is uh, also owner of a professional basketball team, former president of a business corporation, and served in the Army Reserve from 1958 to 1964. Happy birthday to former Wisconsin Senator Herb Cole. Also, happy birthday to actor Ashton Kutcher, comedian Eddie Izzard, and country star giant Garth Brooks, all celebrating their birthdays today. And now you know. Well, over the weekend, more than 200 members of the Wisconsin FFA Alumni Association gathered together just outside of Wausau in Rothschild for their 50th annual celebration. Our own Aaron Zimmerman was there and speaks with the new incoming president. Well, here at the Wisconsin FFA Alumni and Supporters Convention in Rothschild, Wisconsin, here with Terry Wilford. She's going to be serving as the president for the Wisconsin FFA Alumni and Supporters for the next year. Now, Terry, tonight we had a great show of support. Actually, the whole weekend you've had a great show of support for the FFA organization here in Wisconsin. You know, let's talk a little bit about the strength of the Wisconsin FFA Alumni and Supporters and really what it means to FFA members in the state. FFA alumni and supporters, our main one of our main purposes is to help the ag teachers, the ag programs, the FFA members, and as a supporter, we do our best to um, mentor them, to um, volunteer on any of their projects, um, raise funds that we can supply grants and scholarships for these students so that they can continue to go to leadership conferences, state convention, national convention, and um, provide them every opportunity that they can have. Definitely. And obviously, the Wisconsin FFA Alumni and Supporters is a very strong and growing organization, and now you're going to be leading it for the coming year. Talk a little bit about, I guess, what you have as in mind as some goals, where you'd like to see the organization continue to go. Well, I have been um, a part of this organ of the council for um, going on six years now. So um, when I first came on as a council member, um, you sit back and you kind of watch and listen and learn and see how things are changing. I mean, and our, our biggest um, challenge is continues to be communication with our members. So it, it's to keep our members informed at the local level, chapter level, across the state, so that they can get the information that we get from nationals in order to help each of your local chapters. So I'd like to continue working on that communication. We have been making some headway. I'd like to see that continue, um, to continue to support our students and our egg chapters so that they can continue to grow and these young students can continue to grow as leaders. Definitely. And I think, you know, a thing in communication, I think that even has maybe been lost over time is a lot of people think to be in the FFA alumni, you have to have been an FFA member. But that also kind of came along with the name change, adding the and supporters. You know, let's talk a little bit about that, that really anybody that wants to support those students in the Blue Jacket can join this 
this organization. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people did have that mis misconception that if you were not an FFA member, you were not an FFA alumni members. And that was one of the reasons that we added and supporters. And, supporters. Um, and actually, back when I was in high school, I was only part of the FFA program for two years. So... I don't, I guess I don't really look at that I had been an FFA member, even though I guess I was, but I didn't get back involved as an FFA member until years later when my kids started getting involved in FFA. And at that time, I jumped in with both feet and became a lifetime member, which is an investment in the organization. So anybody that has an interest in helping and mentoring these students can join the FFA alumni and supporters, even if you were not an FFA alum. FFA member back when you were a young student and we've had a lot of members over the years that have joined the council and joined the association that were never involved with FFA. Here again at the Wisconsin FFA and Alumni and Supporters Convention in Rothschild, Wisconsin here with Terry Wilfert. She's the incoming president of the Wisconsin FFA Alumni and Supporters. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. Thanks, Aaron. I want to also recognize some of the agriculture instructors that were receiving some special awards over the weekend. Uh, they received cash awards from the FFA alumni, and they include Troy Telford and Sally Ladston from Sauk Prairie, Daniel Robinson from Lamira, Marty Nowak from Denmark, Mariah Marquardt and Walter Taylor from Okano Falls, and Katie Ryder from Granton. B.J. Chrysler from Sauk Prairie was presented the Outstanding Young Member Award. Congratulations to all. Well, markets in overnight electronic trade this morning are firm. Right now, we've got March corn trading five cents higher. December new crops up four at 578. March beans are up 12. November new crop up seven at 1402. March wheat right now is up seven. July new crop up seven at 768. On Friday in Chicago, barrel cheese gained four and a quarter cents to 189 and a half. 40 pound block cheese was up two at 190, while double A butter gained four and three quarter cents to 250 a pound. And fluid milk contracts for March are up four cents, trading right now at 2170 a hundred weight. April milk's up 16 at 2196 a hundred weight. Coming up next, it is a celebration that I very much am looking forward to. We're talking about National Pizza Day with our friend Rick Finley, one of the coordinators at Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, your dairy checkoff dollars, working to help others get involved in that National Pizza Day celebration. Stick around. That's all coming up. And don't forget more farm news anytime you need it, day or night. Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook or MidwestFarmReport.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. As a contractor, time is money. At Advanced Concrete, we pride ourselves on excellent service, like being on time with your delivery, having prompt and experienced drivers. We think you'll agree, Advanced Concrete outperforms the other guys. The concrete producing company. Producing concrete foundations to maintain concrete relationships. Hi, Grandma. What's for dinner? Hey, honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? 
Grandma! This is hard. She's so young. But I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family, and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Really? I promise, Grandma. I love you, too. Okay, how about tasting the stew and telling me what you think? Mmm. Some children may try alcohol as young as nine years old. It's not too early to talk about drinking. For tips on how to begin the conversation, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. What's the difference between shopping William Thomas Custom Jewelry and a franchise jewelry store? The young rep at the franchise store probably knows more about their cell phone than they do exquisite jewelry. And where will they be in the future when you need them? William Thomas Custom Jewelry is a Madison original, and they'll be here for you whenever you need them. Creating one-of-a-kind pieces and here for the long haul. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Our friends from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin in studio with us today. We have got a lot to celebrate. Uh, we're through the New Year's, and now it's time to focus on some of the critical food categories that our dairy industry depends on to keep us comfortable and smiling through the winter months and also keeps a lot of our dairy processors going. Joining me today is the Vice President of Food Service for Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. That's my friend, Rick Finley, who is here to help me celebrate an upcoming holiday for us folks in the dairy industry. Valentine's Day is what people are going to jump to, Rick, but you and I are focused in a lot on the upcoming nat National Pizza Day, huh? Oh, Pam, so excited to be with you here in studio, but also with your listeners that are on board, and you are spot on. Uh, food service Valentine's Day is a huge event, but then even prior to that, on February 9th, is National Pizza Day, as you alluded to, and that is such a huge event. Uh, you know, food service right now, we're coming back a little bit. Uh, sales are growing from, you know, last year, still having a little bit of trouble with labor and that sort of thing for some of our listeners that have maybe gone to a restaurant and there's tables available, but they just don't have enough wait staff or cooks to be able to support it. But I got to tell you, the exciting thing and why I'm thrilled to death to be with you is pizza has been pretty resilient throughout the whole COVID time period and now hopefully coming out of COVID a little bit. So uh, yeah, just excited to be here. They're, you're right though, their business model taught a lot of uh, food service areas a lesson because pizza had been doing what we needed to do during the pandemic right along. Delivery and takeout, kind of their key mantras. They already had that, the apps, the whole nine yards, they were ready to go. You are exactly right. A couple other segments, you know, maybe burgers or sandwiches because of drive through have been okay, but pizzas really did set the model for that delivery service, which even retailers and all have kind of subscribed to now and in that kind of curbside pickup. So you are spot on. Now, with due respect to Wisconsin dairy farm families who 
are obviously contributing their checkoff dollars for this message. That really is our ace in the hole for Wisconsin's dairy industry. Help the audience understand, Rick, how much of our Wisconsin-produced cheese ultimately ends up on somebody's pizza. That is a great question, and it is huge. It's about two times the national average. So here in Wisconsin, over 60% of the milk that's turned into cheese goes into food service. The remaining 40% is either ingredients for recipes or retail sales. So clearly food service does the heavy lifting. And of that, the pizza segment is one of the biggest. You know, the other thing that we have to remember, and we've talked about it before, that proudly Wisconsin tag that you can see in the grocery store when you're buying cheese, many of our pizza partners really do like to focus in on Wisconsin cheese as a part of their ingredient. As you mentioned, Rick, the pizza industry is a competitive industry. Everybody's looking for the next flavor, the next thing. And Wisconsin's proudly Wisconsin badge or just even having Wisconsin on their label, it does bring returns on their investment. Well, two key factoids to really share about this. One, from research data that we have, 88% of consumers and customers make a decision about where they're going to dine based on the quality of the cheese ingredients. And they associate Wisconsin, rightfully so, with being quality. So it's a pretty easy sell, even though I really don't sell. I'm just out there carrying the message. The other big factoid, Pam, is that putting Wisconsin that badge, that proudly Wisconsin cheese badge out there, restaurants see a 5 to 10% increase in sales. That is huge for these operators. And hence, it's a pretty easy message to share with them. And as you know, there's really two ways to grow sales. One is to grow that ticket size. And whenever you put cheese on that pizza or extra cheese on sandwiches or burgers, it raises the ticket. And then secondly is to get additional people to come into your restaurant. And again, having that badge, if there's a choice of two places, people are going to go where that proudly Wisconsin cheese badge is. If you're just joining us, that's Rick Finley. He's the vice president of food service for Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Now remember, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin is driven entirely by our dairy farm families across the state and their checkoff dollars. That's why we're bringing you the update on National Pizza Day, which is going to be celebrated on February 9th. And we also want to remember that... We're coming up on Valentine's Day. And now Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, Rick, has a very interesting campaign where it complements, the two complements each other. We've got National Pizza Day to celebrate. Many will be celebrating Valentine's Day. Tell me about this year's Language of Love campaign through Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Well, it is certainly the season of love, and nothing says love like pizzas. And specifically, our national campaign is called Cheese is Our Love Language. So... Myself uh, and others are out there 
promoting this campaign, promoting this message uh, with food service operators. And I'm just excited to tell the listeners and those that are supporting us with their hard dollars and their energy and time and and resources that we've got quite a few participants there are last year we had about five in our first inaugural year this year we're up to seven so we've got some national chains medice for instance headquartered out in california about 200 door fronts or restaurants around the united states predominantly in larger metro areas is all over this campaign they've got blogs social and digital they've got heart-shaped pizzas calling out wisconsin cheese we also have donato's uh, more of a midwest centric they're headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, about 150 storefronts, and they are supporting it with email blogs and streaming and sharing that message. Our friends south of the Cheddar Curtain down in Illinois, uh, the Lou Malnati's and the Deep Dish Giordano's, whichever your preference is, they've got restaurants around the country. They're supporting it. And then I don't want to leave out our local friends. Toppers and their 180 or almost 200 restaurants here in the state of Wisconsin are all over this. And then even Rocky Rococo's. The the fun thing about Rocky's is they're going to have some activations in store where you can actually go in. They've got some heart-shaped figures that are selfie locations. You can take a picture and they've got some promotions and giveaways and all. So there's just a lot of support going on around the country for this. And, you know, you work in that field all the time, Rick. For people like us that are on the outside looking in, we're the people that only see the displays. To get that many retailers of any kind, anywhere, to participate and spend their time and energy to use those heart-shaped boxes of cheese or talk about uh, partnering with Wisconsin Dairy Farm Family, that's a big deal. Well, I would agree with you, and it's just this isn't work though pam i gotta tell you i am so honored and privileged and that's not to tickle your listeners ears that's just genuinely from the heart i just love this opportunity on their behalf to go share this message and to attempt to promote that cheese and and sell more of the cheese grow the awareness of that badge and and honestly elevate the perception of that Wisconsin cheese and the quality of it. Absolutely. Rick Finley in studio with us, Vice President of Food Service. Now listen, two dates that you want to mark down on your calendar. One's probably already there. That's February 14th and Valentine's Day, but a new one, National Pizza Day coming up on February 9th. And again, we want you to remember, take a look at those pizza vendors that are in your community, Rockies, Toppers in Wisconsin, but also outside of the state of Wisconsin. Pay attention to their Cheese is Our Language of Love promotion and get involved. Want to find out more? Go to wisconsindairy.org, America's Dairyland on social media, and be a part of Cheese, Our Language of Love. Rick Finley in with us from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. 